Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, the drive is live, and uh, and, and this is a football Friday, a uh, Tacus Fiber Internet Football Friday, and we are live here, live here on the rocks here, right off Jones Road. So come on out, hang out with us. This place is big. This place has I'm, my man over here has got me. I'm trying. I'm gonna try real hard not to mess with some of this seafood that I'm looking <laughs> at over here, man. My man in front of me is just making it difficult. Uh, but the bar is open right there, man. They got good drinks, good food. Come on out here and uh, and have a good time on this football Friday. By the way, Sean, mm-hmm. uh, as uh, as you know, on Fridays you come out, you got a chance to win a couple of fifty dollar gift cards. We'll be hooking you up first with a fifty dollar gift card to Academy Sports, as well a little bit later a fifty dollar gift card to La Misha Wakana. So hey, if you want to try to get some uh, some meat late and, uh, and, uh, and 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 get that ready for the smoker or whatever you're looking for uh, coming up on. Uh, on New Year's, you can do that. And I know, uh, Chris, as soon as I said that, that came out with some nastiness there when I said if you're looking to get some meat, uh, <laughs> let's grow up uh, t- out here. Uh, by the way, that is BD, uh, Chris uh, Santiago. And if you're wondering what BD means, that's right. Uh, he is uh, in the building as Tyler is out uh, today. Sean, bada-boom, bada-bing, Bajani is in the building. And listen, I, 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 I had intended to start this show in a certain way. And, and, and fellas, it, it, is, it is going to go off in uh, of what is not on the rundown. Because I just, I, I, I just felt a little something uh-huh. on the way in and when I walked in. Because I do want to get your thoughts, because I think there's some important things on the field-wise, injury-wise, and I know you were out there yeah. today. And I, I want to get your perspective and what you saw and what potentially could happen on Sunday. Because I think there is some potential Good and bad news from what happened at today's practice. Uh, but I just I feel like I'm led to say this to the people out here. People in the, in, in, in the, in the Drive family, Texans fans, I know you're one. Uh, I know the, the folks out there listening are Texans fans. Most people here and on the rocks, I see people in their Texans gear in here. Don't do it. <laughs> what? Don't do it. I know I, I, I can sense and I can feel you going here. And you have all the right to do it. I don't want to tell you how to fan, but don't do it. I feel like there are some people who are starting to move to a place of acceptance and saying, hey, man, this is a, this is a great year. No matter what happens. And it is. It's a great year. They are well ahead of schedule. You're about to say they've house won, money, aren't they've you? They've won eight games. Mm. They've won eight games. We didn't think they were going to do this. We see a future that's bright. 
C.J. Stroud is out there, and, man, he looks good. He looks like the Savior who found the quarterback. D'Amico It's right. Like, all right, man, we'll see. Man, they've got so many injuries. They've got so many guys hurt all over the place. Will Anderson may not play. Jonathan Grenard may not play. Jimmy Ward is on IR now. We got Titus Howard is going. So many. Like, hey, man, I feel like people are starting to get themselves to a point where they may be rolling into acceptance of potentially not making the playoffs. And I'm saying, don't do it. No, man. I Don't do it. No, I, no, no. Don't do it. It's a do lingering. Believe, don't, don't accept that. Don't accept it. Believe it. Believe it. Go into this thing saying, we got to win these next two games. Yeah. If you win the next two games, you're in. Do not move to a space of – because you can feel it. When you can feel the, oh, man, you know what? This is, we're ahead of schedule. That's good. I don't get that vibe. I, 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 this is, don't do it. Don't even let it creep into your mind. This team feels like a playoff team. Hold them and believe that they can do that and hold them accountable and treat these next two games like that. Don't let that creep into your mind. Don't let that. Uh, hey, they, 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 house money. Is that what you said? House money. Don't let it creep. Yeah, I no, think that's. No, stay in. Expect them to beat, as Brandon just said, a bad team. Stay in there. They should beat the Titans. They should beat the Titans and do not move your mindset outside of this year. Mm-hmm. I don't want to tell you how to fan, but I am right now. I don't, it, don't move your mindset to next year. Don't move your mindset to what Nick's going to do with free agency and just accept this. Is, no, no, do not accept nothing less than not making the playoffs. I think people have recovered from that. I think people started to get there when C.J. Stroud went out with concussion and you had Case Keenum and a combination of Davis Mills last week in the Browns game. And I think the news this week should have at least rejuvenated people to you know throw the idea that the Texans are playing with house money out of the window. We've talked much of the season, haven't we, about why expectations have changed because of roster construction, because of finding your quarterback, because of getting, you know, surprisingly uh, surprising contributions out of guys that have just simply blossomed in the first three, four years of their NFL career. Nico Collins, Jonathan Grenard, uh, Will Anderson, the type of rookie season that he's had, Blake Cashman doing something that he's never done before when he'd never even been given the opportunity to do before at the middle linebacker position. I mean, you've gotten massive contributions all across the board, and through the first month and a half, two months of the season, you started to see that, and your expectations changed then, after the Bengals game, after the Bucks game. Hell, maybe even after the Falcons game, even though it was a loss run, when you saw what your quarterback was capable of doing on the road, leading his team back and scoring a go-ahead touchdown late inside the final two minutes, that gave you faith. That gave you hope. That gave you the confidence to say, you know what, to hell with you know four or five wins, to heck with six wins. Like, Let's see what D'Amico can do. I think that all went out the window for a little bit of time the last couple of weeks when there was serious doubt of C.J. Stroud being able to come back. There was the question asked by Cody Stutes to D'Amico Ryans at a press conference three weeks ago, two weeks ago, if there was real concern about him not returning at all this season. And thankfully, I thought it was the most perfect answer. While he did, D'Amico, technically say no, he laughed it off. I mean, that was great. And now C.J.'s back. You might be getting Will Anderson back. I don't think there's a house money sense at all uh, to, to the Texans and what they've got their, what they're facing the next couple of weeks. I think it's seize the day. If anything, the Texans have an opportunity to do something that they have not been able to do 
all season long when they're at least close to having a full arsenal, and that's beat a bad football team, beat a team that they've got nothing to play for. They hadn't been able to do it against the Falcons. They hadn't been able to do it against the, uh, uh, the, the, the New York Shit. Jets. Now you've got the Titans. I mean, some way, somehow, you needed 70 minutes to do it, but some way, somehow, you beat them with Case Keenum a couple of weeks ago. You have an opportunity to not just solidify your status within the division, but to beat a team, to show that you're continually learning how to win, whether it be from uh, the adversity of a loss, whether it be in response to a win. We've seen the Texans do all of those things already this season. Yep, from the from the text line, as I'm seeing it roll through, as I said, man, I, I, don't let this creep in. Don't let it creep in from the text line. Hold them accountable for not making the playoffs. Do you know how stupid that sounds? How as a fan am I supposed to hold them accountable? I don't even have I don't have a radio show where I can opine in tirades. That's fine. I'm just telling you. No, I'm just like, got the text line. Yeah, I just I, I'm, I'm just <laughs> I'm, I'm just telling you. For for me, I'm starting to get a sense of all right, man. The injuries are piling up. Hey man, they lost these games, these teams. Man, it's been it, it, it's been a great season e- anyway. Mm-hmm. This was going to be a process. I've seen that a lot. I'm seeing on the text line now, Ron. That's dumb. How are you going to hold someone accountable for something that you're not accountable for? You didn't think they could win more than two games. Actually, I had six. But as you said, mm-hmm. it changed. It changed. It? We saw them. We watched them, and it changed. All right. And I'm saying I feel like a sense. You know this can happen sometimes where you're like, all right, uh, you know, let's let's start looking at the positive things and, and, and start preparing ourselves for, you know, what we think could happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to get a sense of that. And it's like, no, hang right here. Hang right here. Do not start looking to next year. To not start looking to, hey, this has been, this, this has been better than what we thought it was going to yeah. be. True it is. But there should be an expectation. Like right now, for me, like win these next two games. I'm in it right here. Win these next two games and get in. I've got one thing for you. If you get the vibe, the sense, the feeling that that is. Text uh, oh, that's cute. Y'all that's have the hope. F- LOL. Even if. And this is really to the fans, not just you, Ron, but if there are fans out there that feel like, eh, house money, you know, this has been a great season, I, I've got one thing for you to consider, and maybe you haven't realized it yet because. Full disclosure, in all honesty, I didn't realize that this was the case until yesterday at some point. And I think it was early in the morning, and I don't remember what reminded me of it. I think it was a tweet, or maybe I something saw in the rundown. I can't remember. But this is potentially the last time you'll see this Texans team at home this season, period. You might not get a chance to see this team play football for another nine months, right? It's going to be a while if, in fact, things break a certain way. This might be the last time you have to show up, show out, enjoy your team having a home field advantage, playing in a must-win game, and having the opportunity to do something special this season and play, make it an extended season. I didn't realize that, but that is so true. And, you know, for people that have the wherewithal, the means to be able to go to these games, spend the money, support the team, I feel like it should, for the first time all season, Feel like a home field advantage where you don't have Steeler fan, uh, Saint fan, Bronco fan infiltrating NRG. Hell no. 
This is the organization that wore Euler Blue a couple of weeks ago in your face, shot double rods at you, and you found a way to not just beat them, but you beat them in overtime, and you beat them in fantastic fashion with Case Keenum as your quarterback. Now you've got one of the best rookie quarterbacks that we've seen in a long time playing at home, coming off a concussion, and you've got the opportunity to step on their throat and do it in front of you know, maybe the most passionate fan base that this team has seen all season long. This kind of a game right here should be the one that reinvigorates fans. And you as fans have to realize that, that you know what? To hell with house money. This is an opportunity for us to get all the way in for the first time maybe all season. I'm saying don't let it creep in. Text line, playoff, playoffs are bust. I love it. I'm 100% with you on this. I have been yeah. arguing with people. I've been arguing. We got one. There you go. I've been arguing with people on Facebook about this. The expectations have risen. It's playoffs or bust, baby. Uh, I, I love it. And then here we go. Must be a wonderful parent with that mindset. Thank you. I like to think I'm a good parent. Uh, nothing will ever be good enough for you. Uh, well, I mean, I, listen, th- to that point is, after the year, we're still going to say, no matter what, they're ahead of schedule. Mm-hmm. This was a great year. Just because they don't like if, – if that's coming across and I'm saying if they don't make the playoffs that the year is crap, I apologize if that's how it is coming across. What I'm saying is we don't have to start thinking about, hey, it's a great year. We're ahead of schedule. Mm-hmm. Give, them a, like, give them a break if they lose these two games. right? No, that's still going to be after the season no matter what happens. What I'm saying is – don't let that start to creep into your mind. Not yet. It was like that for me when I was on the row machine the other day. <laughs> on the what? The row machine. The row machine, okay. Yeah, Red told me, he said, hey, I need 500. I need 500 meters in two and a half minutes. And I looked at that deal. I was about 155. Mm-hmm. I was at 375 meters. <laughs> I said to myself, there's no chance in hell. I'm getting in here. But, hey, man, I went. I work. I work. Hey, I'm, I'm sweating, though. Yeah, you're getting to work in. But, no, but I kept going. Mm-hmm. And I kept going harder. Now, I did not make it. Now, I got to 500 at about 237. Uh-huh. I, I mean, okay. but I, 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 it started to creep in, but I let it go. Yeah. I let it go. But, you know, I mean, that was a, an interesting analogy that just hit me. But, I mean. No, I just, it's fair, though. I mean, you're right. There, There's a time to to kind of resound to that notion that, you know what, it was a hell of a season. You know, they did something that wasn't expected of them. You know, they, um, they, they, they went to the brink. You know, and they played in a lot of close games. They learned a lot. They went through all kinds of adversity, literally being the most injured team throughout the entire NFL season, more than anybody else. Not just that, but your rookie quarterback doing uh, the improbable, uh, you know, multiple times a season, all of that. There's a time for that. Let's talk about that in March. Let's talk about that ahead of the draft. Let's talk about that when when it's time to reconstruct this roster, you know, this offseason. I don't want to talk about that. You have the opportunity, amazingly, to still control your own destiny. Now, if they lose Sunday, then then, then maybe we'll see what's happening there. Uh, It depends on what the Jacksonville Jaguars do. Or what the Colts do. Or what the Colts do, But we'll talk about that. But right now, I just urge... I'm not trying to tell you how to fan, except I am. I just urge to not let that stuff creep in. Focus in on, yes, they still they still got a chance. All right, I, I do want to get your, your thoughts because you were out on the field today. And I think the injury thing 
it, it was huge that CJ is back and he will play. I know he practiced again, and we've heard, and and, and it's been confirmed by himself that mm-hmm. he will play. Mm-hmm. But there are other injuries, uh, a, a plethora of injuries on this team from their starting their starting defensive ends have not practiced all week. Their starting <laughs> tackles, their entire starting defensive line hasn't practiced all week. They've got injuries all place you were out there today what 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 did you see if you have any kind of feel for what we may see injury wise players may play on Sunday well I thought that was a huge development not just today but this week certainly was the most significant development today with Will Anderson but uh you know a guy who hadn't practiced in three weeks has missed the last couple of games um you know due to uh injury he was on a football field yesterday and went and got some side work in the bubble yesterday before the uh, media portion uh, was allowed to view. Today, he was in full dress. He had his ankle taped up. Dude was looking spry in warm-ups. He was dancing, bouncing you around. Said, you said the other day, you said yesterday, you didn't think he may play during the regular season. Again. I didn't I did, because and of the severity like of the like injury. He, now it sounds like you feel like he may be able to – to contribute on the field on Sunday. I think today was a test. Yeah. I think today was a test. You know, He might have been limited in practice today. Maybe there are certain things that they didn't want him to do necessarily. Um, maybe they figured, look, you know what, today the ankle's good enough to where you could give it a full go. We'll see how you feel afterwards. If you think you can sustain a 60-minute football game on Sunday, then let's go. Uh, that that remains to be seen. We'll get the full injury report, the official one here inside the next couple of hours, and we'll have that for you. But to me, that was the most you know significant development, not just this week, but today with Will Anderson being in uh, you know full dress and practicing with the team. Malik Collins was there uh, in in full dress minus a helmet and cleats, so he was there. You know, just kind of as a bystander, as an observer, if you will. I don't worry about him. If he thinks he can go, he might very well, Ron, be a game-time decision, and it's just really out there watching, observing, soaking in the game plan, and getting as much as he possibly can without being an active participant in practice. Uh, Same thing with Sheldon Rankins. He was full-dressed today, though, uh, which is a great sign because being without both of those guys, that would have been absolutely horrible, disastrous potentially, because it's no guarantee Blake Cashman's going to be able to go on Sunday at least yet. He was out there again today in full dress, moving around better. Uh, so it looks good. It's trending well for him. Still no Jonathan Grenard. I haven't seen him yeah. all week long. That, to me, is less of a concern if there's at least a chance you could get some sort of contribution right. from Will Anderson this weekend. Yeah, well, it, 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 it's a concern to me because Will is not going to be 100%. And, you know, Will is still feeling his way through his rookie season mm-hmm. as well. Fair, yeah. And we looked at it. Jonathan Grenard, and I've said this, was the most dominant force on the field the last time these two played. No doubt. If they could, that left tackle over there would be, I mean, praise dancing. Did he lose his job yet, by the way, or are they going to trot out that sixth-round rookie Duncan this weekend? I'd imagine he hasn't lost his job. <laughs> uh, especially, he's got to be feeling a lot better if uh, if he's not in the lineup with Jonathan Grenard. So that is one that I am that I am worried about. So a lot there, as soon as as, 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 uh, as Sean said, as soon as we get the uh, official injury report that may list some of these guys in or out or whatever their designation is for the game on Sunday. We will push that across to you. All right, coming up as we are live on this Tackus Fiber Internet Football Friday, make your way out to On the Rocks. Uh, a beautiful spot, good 
a good crowd that I can feel developing. We'll be here till six o'clock. You got a chance to win a fifty dollars gift card uh, to uh, to Academy Sports coming up really really soon. So get on out here and make your way on this football Friday. And uh, listen, I don't think this game is going to be as easy as the records say they should be because I think somebody has an emotional advantage. Who is it? We'll discuss that next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It's Attackers Fiber Internet Football Friday on Sports Radio 610. Live from On the Rocks in Steeplechase Center, here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. That's right, as we are live here on this uh, Tackus Fiber Internet Football Friday, live here right off Jones Road here. Uh, is, uh, we're at On the Rocks. Come on out, hang out with us, have a good time. We'll be here till 6 o'clock. She out here making drinks back here. I'm telling you, I see that the bartender is out. That, that, was, a, that was a good, solid pour right there. You having a good time. I see somebody got a nice little, uh, little, uh, little vodka gimlet over there. I see that. I like that in you. In there. there you go. I see that in you. Oh, yeah. I see the Moscow Mule working. You got, see, got one of them mm-hmm. over there, too. I see that copper mug over there. There you go. It's a good time out here, man. A good food, good drink. So come on out uh, and hang out. And like we said before, your chance to win a $50 gift card coming up. Uh, I'd say in the next 30, 45 minutes, uh, your chance to win a $50 gift card to, uh, to Academy Sports. All you have to do, walk right here. If you're in the building or you're on your way, all you got to do is walk right here. Just write your name down. Not, and I'm not trying to get your address, not trying to get uh, your driver's license number, which many of you think we, we are. All you got to do is write your name on the sheet, put it in the raffle box, and uh, we will draw a name for you to win a $50 gift card. So if you're in the house... All you got to do is sign your name right there, put it in, and you've got a chance. You got a chance to win. All right. Um, listen, I, I listen. I, as, as we said in the the opening segment here, like the, the focus got to be right here. All right. It, it, you should have the expectations that this team wins this game, and uh, and the and the thought process to me should be all right. Playoffs. They got not that. Let's go. Let's get to the playoffs. Don't justify. Let's get to the playoffs. They've had some games they shouldn't have. 
that we, we feel like they shouldn't have lost and they've looked rough the last you know couple of weeks but hey mm-hmm. let's go right in here I I do however I do have however look at this game and I've said this I've said this a couple of times already is I don't think this is going to be your normal game where it's like hey this team is a five-win team that doesn't have nothing to play for going against a team that has everything to play for at home they are just in the one two three Cancun mode yeah I think there are both there, there are teams that both have emotional features going into this game, things that are off the field that, that, that are motivating factors. And it, it, it's interesting to see who has the advantage. Obviously, we know this game means more to the Texans, but I think that the Texans have an emotional advantage because they got their guy back. Yes. Their quarterback, their dude, C.J. Stroud, is coming back. He is going to play. You can see how it makes everybody – feel better and they won the game and he didn't even play in the last one so i think this is a completely uplifting thing before they even touch the field that seven is back yeah no question but then the titans they got this little emotional deal of they just lost this team two weeks ago Mm -hmm. derrick henry a very proud player the offensive line that he's connected with proud they sucked ass he had nine yards. It's a career-worst game for him. Nine yeah. yards rushing. And you could tell he was embarrassed. And they probably are surprised that they lost that game two weeks ago to this team and who they walked out. I would imagine they think that they beat themselves more than the Texans with Case Keenum beat them. And uh, there were drops by DeAndre Hopkins. There were things. I feel like they probably are motivated in thinking, this team ain't ain't better than us. I'm just saying for them. I don't mm-hmm. I'm not saying I agree. I just you can see the Derrick Henry motivation. The like which team do you feel like has the advantage here as both teams are coming into the game with different things that they can kind of kind of get extra motivation for. I think there's a lot more there too on the bone. Uh, you, you probably hit maybe two of the biggest ones, but if you're going to ask me flat out who has who has more motivation who has maybe more of an emotional kind of vibe to them you know incentive to just want to bring it it's the texans it's always with the team with the most to lose in my mind and the texans have everything to lose within this season never mind that previous conversation that we had last segment where people may be believing that they're playing with house money fine if you believe that cool that's your expectations you know that that's fine. That's not you. That's not that. That's you. That's not the Texans. Not just getting C.J. Stroud back, but the possibility of getting stronger defensively with the return of Blake Cashman potentially, the return of Will Anderson potentially. You know, not missing a beat. Hopefully, in the interior uh, with the defensive tackles and Sheldon well, Rankins and Malik Collins. They're going to be a better team that showed up in Nashville than. 100%. They should be, right? I mean, even just with the one guy returning, with C.J. Stroud, your star rookie quarterback coming back, you should have that advantage on the Tennessee Titans. But because you have everything to play for, you could extend your season with a victory this weekend. Um, I I just think that is overwhelmingly the team that has the most to play for, the most momentum, the most emotional attachment uh, to this game. Look, Mike Vrabel's going to get them up to play, right? He would have them ready to play probably just normally. But now with this... Like they're gonna like Derek Derek Henry is gonna be, this may be his 
This may be his last two games as a Titan. Could be. He was talking about it being the case two weeks ago. You had him contemplating, like, yeah, this might be it for me this season uh, with the Titans. Uh, you, They've been thinking you about You kind this. of broke him uh, with, within just one game. You have him thinking about now all of a sudden he came into that game as, like, the fourth leading rusher in the league, right? To you hold him to .6 yards per carry. Nine, Nine yards on 16 attempts. And <laughs> you... You weren't even at your best. You no. gave them opportunity upon opportunity upon opportunity. The thing that does intimidate me a little bit is, if we're being honest, right, are you with me? You learned a little bit of something about Will Levis that day where you, maybe if you were just, and by you, the way, you were side-eyeing line, him. He's in line to play. He is. Like he, had missed a week. he had missed a day of practice this week, you know, with the ankle injury. He looks good to go, according to all the reports, but... I looked at that guy for the first time exclusively all season. I said, dude, this guy's got some grit. He's playing with some heart. I like this. You know, diving for first downs, scrambling, keeping plays alive, hanging in there in the pocket, taking massive hits. And to watch that dude get up after he got bent and twisted like a stretch Armstrong on his final play of the game, that was incredible. And now that he doesn't show up even as a limited participant in practice this week, just two weeks removed from that, after getting corkscrewed and bent over backwards, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah I just it, it, this will this will be an interesting this will be an interesting watch, right? Just to see how these teams roll out because I, I they're they're going to force Derrick Henry. Yeah. Like they're going to they there is going to be some serious motivation to force Derrick Henry, and you can just and, and Rabel is really good at this. Mm-hmm. He's really good at getting his team to focus on something, and it just it, it'll be it'll be fun to watch because both coaches have a lot to talk about and say, "Hey, yeah, come in here and dominate this thing. We've got to win." Like you're, you're D'Amico, we got to win this game. We got to win this game, and we have our leader and our quarterback back, and. And we're a better football team out here. And then there's Vrabel on his end of, fellas, we beat ourselves last time. Yeah, sure. And every coach, you know, kind of has that sentiment after a, after a tough loss, right? Yep. Um, it, it, how often is it really ever, you know what, we just flat out got beat. You know, unless it's a situation where you're fighting tooth and nail and it's just about a 50-50 even split. You know, maybe kind of like that Falcons game where C.J. Stroud – does all that he can do, leads him down, scores a go-ahead touchdown, 19, 18, you're up a minute, 49 left, and then, bam, Desmond Ritter looks like (laughs) Joe Burrow, you know, slicing you and dicing you all the way down. Uh, But the defense had made plays, you know, earlier in that game, and it did their job, made Desmond Ritter look very much like Desmond Ritter should in the first half, right? Um, So I I think you're always expecting – a, a grinded-out, ugly kind of uh, a tough game when you're talking about divisional opponents. And maybe it's like this in every division, but it's certainly like this. We've got firsthand, you know, looks at this thing every year within the AFC South. Teams just beat the hell out of each other. And it's you, you, you're going to expect a 23-17 to 17 type of a game when it's Texans and Titans, whether it's week one or week 17, right? Yeah. So it, it, it is just that. And the fact that this game means so much to the Texans, but means so much to C.J. Stroud. Let's not forget, I know you said tamp your expectations a little bit down for Stroud. Don't expect him to be the guy that he was during the Bengals and the Bucks and stuff like that. But this is also the same guy who four weeks into the season said, I ain't laying down for nobody. If he's going to play, 
then he's going to have the mentality, whether he's told otherwise or not, that I'm going to do whatever I have to to possibly win this game, and that excites me. Let's let's get into that. Uh, Let's get into that. What what version of C.J. Stroud do you expect to see on Sunday? What version of C.J. Stroud, understanding he's been out two weeks, being out, he's got the concussion, what version of C.J. Stroud do you expect to see coming up on Sunday? We'll discuss that next right here live on The Drive on this beautiful, beautiful football Friday. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Attackers Fiber Internet Football Friday on Sports Radio 610. Live from On The Rocks in Steeplechase Center, here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, welcome back in as we are live on this Tacus Fiber Internet Football Friday. Uh, I'm telling you right now, coming up, if you are in the uh, in the building or on your way, uh, you got about maybe maybe 20 minutes, 20 30 minutes before we uh, we hook up the first winner of uh, a $50 gift card to Academy Sports. If you're in the building, all you got to do is sign your name, put it in the raffle box. We'll be doing that coming up really, really soon in the 3 o'clock hour, so make sure you do that if you want a chance to win. 50 bucks Academy Sports. Later on, 50 bucks to La Misha Wakana uh, coming up. Uh, as I look up, as uh, TV's everywhere here at On the Rocks off Jones Road. Come on out and hang out with us. TV's everywhere. And uh, another um, uh, silliness of bowl games happening, including this one that's on the screen right now. Uh, you have a bowl game here, uh, the Liberty Bowl, which is uh, held in Memphis. Uh, you want to tell me the teams that are playing in the Liberty Bowl there? Memphis Shop? and Iowa State. What the hell are we doing here? Not uh, ranked. What is the name of this bowl game? The it's the AutoZone Liberty oh, okay, Bowl. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Here we go, guys. Hey, man, congratulations. You did did a great job. What are we going to have you do? We're going to send you somewhere? Go have <laughs> a good time? No, nah, man. We're going to send your ass to Memphis because y'all play <laughs> in Memphis. And we're going to send you to play this game in the same place you've played all your games this season. They could have sent Memphis to Florida. Should there be a rule that you don't get sent to the same city to have to play the bowl game in your yeah, same man. city? First off, I'll just say this. I love Memphis for certain things. Memphis is not a reward for your season to go to the bowl game. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like that, that, that's, that's not like – I mean, we got at least that Pop-Tart bowl, hey, bowl, which was silly. I felt that, that way. That was in Orlando. I the felt that way back then. to Birmingham for their bowl game? Here's your reward. Here, FAU, you're in Boca Raton. Go to Birmingham. For the bowl, they made these kids play. They're not, they didn't even stand in a hotel. They just they just at the dorms and then play. They play at the Liberty Bowl. That's they play their home games. Yeah, Come you're on, right. Wade. Where's Wade at? Hey, but I they felt that way as a kids. Cougar fan, uh, as a Cougar alum back in the day when it felt like every year the football team was either going to play in the Armed Forces Bowl or the Liberty Bowl, and it was just like. 
I'd rather play in any. I'd rather play in the Pop Tart Bowl. You know, I'd rather like play in the Bad Boy Mower Bowl than the the Liberty Bowl in Memphis. Like for some reason, it was just that was the the the, the lowest of the on the totem pole. Like for anybody to go to, and it's uh, obviously that way now. Since it's, you don't even get a chance to get a little mini vacay in if you're Memphis, you no. get to stay your ass in town, stay your ass in town, and play in the same stadium you played in. <laughs> like I mean, I, maybe they've got a maybe they got fan support here, but damn. God, oh, they could have sent them kids to to Georgia or something. They right. Something. Maybe it's got to be financially more rewarding for the program, right? Sure, if you don't have sure to spend is. travel yeah, money, maybe get a larger it. gate fee. I bet they love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where, where are we going to take a trip? We're going to go to the Rain Hotel. We always go there. Where we... <laughs> All right. All right. I, I, I said this on the other side. As, uh, C.J. Stroud, he is returning, uh, and, and he has not played for two weeks. Uh, this offensive line seems, if we look at the last several weeks, now they ran the ball really well the first game against uh, the Titans two weeks ago, but they still they they still gave up pressures, and Case Keenum had pressure and got got hit in that game mm-hmm. a lot. And then obviously the Jets game was a disaster from an offensive line standpoint, very similar to the Browns across game. the board for everybody uh, across yeah. the board, uh, very similar to the Browns. So the offensive line is not. Uh, at the best that it's been. Obviously, there is no Tank Dell, and the last time we saw him um, without Tank Dell, they seemed to struggle against mm-hmm. the Jets. Now, obviously, in that game, also Nico went out after the, th- the first three plays. But seven one three five seven two four six ten, and if you're watching on YouTube and Twitch, you can uh, communicate in the chat as well on that. What version of C.J. Stroud, everything that is going on with him and everything that is going on around him and is going on around him in this big of a game with the circumstances what do you expect to see sunday from cj stroud what is it what 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 version do you expect i'm interested to get a lot of people's reaction to on the text line seven one three five seven two four six ten if you want to hit us up that way one Uh, thing i expect is it's fearlessness uh, i don't i i i think he is i think he is he is as clint would say horny for the moment um, oh and, yeah, and, and into this, and I don't think he's going to be scared. I, you know, I, I, I would be surprised if he's gun shy in the pocket, mm-hmm. or he is, or that hit has made, you know, made him not look down the field as much, or he's going to be concentrating on the rush and stuff like that. I expect CJ mentally, from a mental standpoint, to be the fearless guy. Look. That goes in there. Here, here's the thing you got to understand. It, it was it was a hell of a hit that he took, but it it was what the hit. It, it's what that the hit made him do, right? He's taken hits like that before this season. The dude fell a certain way where his head just happened to hit back on one of the worst turfs in the entire league. Okay, so there's that. Um, there's also the fact that you know you go back and you listen to what C.J. Stroud yesterday when he talked to the media for the first time in three weeks, and he'd said that, hey, look, man, I've I've had concussions before. Now this one was the worst. Yeah. This was the biggest process. You know, this was the toughest you know process that I've had to kind of go through to get back from a concussion. But if you're going to sit here and tell me that you think C.J. Stroud's going to go out there gun shy and a little bit hesitant and, and and scared and intimidated. I think that's absolutely wrong. If we've learned anything about C.J. Stroud this season, it's that that, that, is, that is a tough sucker that ain't afraid to stand in the pocket and make plays and do whatever he has to do to get it done, whether it's inside or outside the pocket. Now, he knows, and we've seen him hold on to the ball too long. We've seen him take some hits that are unnecessary, um, even at points late in games where uh, – 
it had no business. Like the Jets game, maybe even taking a hit like that. But the oh, version that I, don't I, Juice, I don't know if Juice Scrubs was going to allow him to, to to control himself, not taking that hit. Juice can't yeah. be so damn fast, but but Quentin Williams, I don't know, I don't know if he could have. There you go, that though. Sucker. There you go. There's there's the offensive line. Is and Jeff Simmons playing? No, so. he's been. Uh, he's on. I think he's on a go, season-ending IR. IR. Yeah, God. I think they did that last week. It, may, it might have been the week. Before. Uh, it was the week after the uh, the Texans Titans face off. So, uh, when you asked me the version of Stroud that I expect to see Sunday, I went back and I looked at I, what I think we'd all agree uh, what Stroud's worst games were this season: Steelers, Saints, Bengals, Broncos. Not ex- I'm not including the Jets game, okay? And well, the Panthers game was pretty rough. He threw uh, for 140 yards. Okay, he did. But I, lo- I looked at not just that, but the completion percentage and the amount of times that he was under pressure, the amount of times that he was sacked, right? And I, I think, you know, to some various degrees, we'd probably all agree that, okay, if you want to include the Panthers, then fine. Five out of the six games. The Texans won most of those games. And these are games in which Stroud really struggled getting the ball to his receivers, where he threw 53%. Uh, he had a 53% completion percentage against the Steelers, 48 against the Saints, 59 against the Bengals, 59 against the Broncos. Sorry, how many of those games did they win? All of them. And so when you ask me what version I need to see or we need to see, I'll ask you the question back. What version of C.J. Stroud do we need to see that's going to be good enough to win on Sunday? Because to me, it's much more than just about C.J. Stroud this point in time of the season with everything that they're having to deal with on the defense. And to me, that is just as big. And you talk about the offensive line. All of those games, Stroud had one game in which he'd taken more than two sacks, and that was that Broncos game. He got sacked five times in that Broncos game. Every other game, it was 0-0-2-1, okay? But he was under pressure. What's he going to operate like under pressure on Sunday? Because Vrabel will bring the show to C.J. Stroud to test him early, despite what the numbers say he does against the Blitz, which are fantastic numbers. Let's see how he is. They'll test him, and you absolutely have to do that. Vrabel's going to throw everything in the kitchen sink his way to make him think and constantly process, process, process. And that kind of goes back to some of the things that we talked about yesterday briefly, right, where what should you expect a quarterback period to come back and look like and perform when they're coming back from not an AC joint, not an ankle injury, but a concussion. Studies say different things. The most recent studies say quarterbacks struggle, you know, with completion percentage. They struggle with overall performance. They struggle processing information quickly. Things that they're used to seeing where it, it's happening a little bit more slowly are happening really fast, and they can't catch up. I think to some degree, dude, you probably saw that with Jimmy Ward a little bit when he came back from his concussion. Yeah, sure, he passed the protocol, got back after quickly, practiced the same week, but clearly was not the same player. Yeah, what version do you expect, CJ? I see somebody on the text line. I think he could he could have played last week, and you'll see his ability to throw people open. Noah Brown would eat. See, that, that, that's what I was talking about yesterday. Like, I, I, I don't think we need to jump – to those that that's putting the, that's putting the cape on, right? I'll be honest with you. I, I don't think CJ has done a lot of throwing people open this year. I, I think the scheme and guys like Tank and, and Nico have created a lot of separation and have helped others 
with their separation and how they play. I'm not saying he hadn't done it all year, but there, there's not a there's not a thing of like, damn man, those guys are just stapled, covered, and he is having to fit the ball in. The only time we really saw that was the Jets game, and that went poorly. So I I don't think that is that is the case, but that is that is him putting his Superman cape on. Mm-hmm. I'm not that's that's not the version that I'm expecting. The version I'm expecting is tough. Tough third down when the matters when the when the when the downs matter that he steps up and makes big plays for me I I'm not you could now he can go out and throw for three fifty and three or four touchdowns that's nobody's asking and saying he can't I'm not saying I'm not expecting that version I'm expecting the version of the guy that their quarterback play goes to an entirely different level and it helps them yeah. be able to do things and his presence just forces Vrabel and the guys to kind of. To, to, to play them differently. All right, a lot to get to, guys. Uh, maybe some news coming out uh, that could be very beneficial to the Texans. We'll let you know that. And we'll get, a, we'll get an understanding of who played, who practiced, who didn't, and uh, get you ready for what potentially we could see as the injury report. That's coming up next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.